The man who hoisted me into the chair sits opposite. Bald, heavy set, mid to late forties, cockney. He takes a cigarette from a packet, plops it into his mouth and lights it. You come from the main island? Main island? I say, my voice a croak. From there to here on her own, the younger man says. There's no way she'd have managed in that storm. I think that's the point, Joe, the ball guy says. She's lucky her boat didn't capsize before it hit the beach. The woman who served me coffee brings a chair and sits at my right. I'm Soraya, she says. Good to meet you. Then, to the others in the room. Well, she's awake now. Why don't we stop being rude and introduce ourselves? The guy with glasses gives a wave. Joe. George, says the bald man. I'm the one who found you. Silence. Joe turns to the thin woman at his right, expectant. She seems nervous. Hazel, she says, her voice no more than an exhalation. You got a name? George asks me. My mind is blank. I look over the faces of the others, fitting their faces to these names, and yet my own won't come. I feel physically weak and battered, but I'm lucid and able to think clearly. It's okay, sweetie, Soraya is saying, rubbing my shoulders. You've had a rough time. Take it easy. It'll come. You holidaying on the main island? George asks again. My head feels like someone is pounding it with a hammer. I'm sorry. What is the main island? Crete, Soraya answers. Whereabouts were you staying? You staying with family? A group of girlfriends? The guy with glasses asks. Hey, she might have come from one of the other islands. Antikythera? I don't think so, offers the tiny woman with red curly hair, Hazel, in a low voice. The currents between here and Antikythera are worse than travelling to Crete, and Antikythera is further. I'm sorry, I say. Did someone say I'm in Crete? See? George says. No, no, I try to say, but Joe cuts me off. She asked if she's in Crete. Joe answers. This is Kameno, not Crete. Well, we'll need to let whoever you've left behind know that you're still in one piece, George says. You got a number I can ring? He pulls a small black phone from a pocket and extends an antenna from the top. Crete? Was I staying there? I can't remember, I say finally. Sorry, I don't know. The kind woman, Soraya, is holding my hand. We'll call the police on Crete the second we get a signal on the satellite phone. Don't worry, sweetie. The big guy, George, is still watching me, his eyes narrowed. Where are you from, then? I'm light-headed and nauseous, but I think I should know this.
It's ridiculous, but I can't even call it to mind. Why can't I remember it? I try to think of faces of my family, people I love. But there's a complete blankness in whatever part of my brain holds that information. George is leaning on one hand, taking slow, thoughtful drags from a fresh cigarette, studying me. The others are halfway through cups of tea. I have no recollection of anyone putting cups out or boiling a kettle. Time lurches and stalls. I rise from my chair and almost fall over. My legs are jelly. Soraya moves to hold me up. Easy now. The large window at the other side of the kitchen frames a round moon in a purple sky, its glow bleaching fields.